Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. song play today well maybe i will but not on purpose at least don't jinx us yet not on purpose at least good morning everybody welcome morning mayhem Six ten is the time chris kane kyle deckelbaum filling in for david basil and roger scott who will be back on monday if all those asking or wondering still when are david and roger going to be back when is the show going to be back to what i expect for morning mayhem justin moore david basil roger scott 
all back together on Monday. Baz, I believe, still coming back from France, still over there. And I think he's coming back and immediately emceeing an event Saturday night with our man Steve Sullivan. Yeah, I would be surprised if that weren't the case. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Saturday night they are emceeing, co-emceeing an event together. One of them is speaking, the other is the MC, whatever it may be. So, If there's anybody you can pull off Baz. a flight from Charles de Gaulle Airport and emceeing an event in Little Rock, it's our man Baz. Jazz, uh, jet lag, no problem. Doesn't exist. No problem for Doesn't him. Exist. You know, listen, he gets three hours of sleep regardless. That's true. What's the difference? That is true. What do we have stuff to talk about this morning, though? Oh, boy, we do. Speaking of Steve Sullivan, he's expected to join us in the 8 o'clock hour this morning. We swapped one KETV for another. Melinda Mayo has to uh, push her day back, so she's going to join us uh, tomorrow at 8 a.m. But we got Joe Klein coming in at 7, Steve Sullivan coming in at 8. We're going to talk about the new Eat My Catfish this morning in the 9 o'clock hour. But we do need to talk a lot about Razorback basketball this morning. So yesterday, news dropping, NBA draft deadlines. Do you want to stay or go? And Jordan Walsh, Kyle, taking to seemingly the final hour to make that decision. <laughs> last night, I, be, I don't know if he was the last or second. He was definitely in the top three. There were three remaining when I was checking late last night on Twitter around 1030. His name's still in the pool, and then it was finally announced. He is staying in the NBA draft. I was getting texts from you guys during the uh, the Travs game I was doing last night, and that was sort of our, our updates there. Yeah, listen, I don't think it's a surprise that he's staying. Uh, I, th- I think his ceiling is so high. He, he showed flashes of it, but I just think his ceiling is so high. He's got that body. Uh, I don't think it's surprising that he's staying. There may have been some last-minute negotiations, as they say, to try to get him to come back, and the Hogs do have one roster spot. I don't think it's a surprise that uh, he becomes the, the third one-and-done of the team. I think it's a bigger surprise to see uh, Devo Davis back, and, yeah. and that's fantastic. Come next March, you're telling me you don't want Devo Davis on your side. March Devo is just built different. And let's be honest, he... he, he, he for a local player, he takes some criticism during the season as the team went through its ups and downs. And that's, that's the that's the nature of it. Come March, is there a guy you'd rather have in the country? Is there a guy you'd rather have on your team to put against the opponent's best player than Devo Davis? Not if you're from Arkansas. And and, and I think you, you said that well because you mentioned the fact that he's from here. You know, he's from Jacksonville, just up the road. And being an Arkansas kid and watching how he elevates his performance and his play and and his leadership too so vital to this team I think you know sometimes we see glimpses behind the curtain and after he hit those big shots in the tournament and and seeing him and Muss embrace in the hallway afterwards in the video on Hogs Plus I think we really got to see just how how much he means to that coaching staff how much he means to that team and this community not just in central Arkansas but the entire state I mean that's Arkansas pride not just with the name and the logo and all that but I mean truly a kid who let's I mean Kyle when he was coming out of high school he was considered good obviously going to the University of Arkansas good but seeing how he has continued to improve year in and year out, he wasn't a five-star like Bobby Portis was from Little Rock, and we all had these super high expectations. When Bobby won SEC Player of the Year, it was, yeah, that's what we expected from a five-star recruit. Devo's coming in, and he has been the rock that this team has needed in times of, of really tough, you know, troubling times behind the scenes, it seemed like, a few times. And Devo needed to step away even a couple of times early yes. this past season. But... Him coming back, finding the resolve, and being able to still lead that team through the tournament. Um, you know, I think that his leadership coming back is going to be just invaluable for the squad. Yeah, going back to high school, to your point, um, his profile raised considerably, as, as so often tends to happen when he announced he was going to Arkansas. Because remember, he was going to Oklahoma State, yeah. and he was this close to going to Oklahoma State. I remember interviewing him, and uh, he had these, you know, orange shoes on, and uh, he was pretty dead set on that until he got the Arkansas offer. And that's when his profile locally, in terms of great high school basketball player, local high school basketball player, changed considerably. Um, that followed him on campus. There has since been no greater ambassador for Jacksonville and Central Arkansas than Devo, than Devo Davis. <laughs> yes. But to your point, yes, this will be the fourth season he plays for Eric Musselman. How many players have done that? Period. I'd be curious to That's look that up. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. I don't think there has been one. Not one. 
Not many, well, for sure. He, well, he, has, he wasn't at Nevada for four years. That's true. So I don't think there was one there. I don't know if he's had an assistant coach with him for four years. That's a good point. So this is this is new territory on on both sides. Certainly, a, a relationship that I think is fair to say has had its peaks and valleys. Those have spilled out publicly. Like I think that's totally fair to say. And I think I think both of them at some point would be open to you know admitting, hey, you listen that that's the nature of a player and coach relationship, particularly when you've played for so long together. Uh, but four years for Eric Musselman. And the fact that that you know Mus realizes how important he is to this team, I think that's one thing Mus has learned too. Last season is the importance of experience, and you can't just have uh, nowadays all five star freshmen freshmen yeah. players. And 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 not to say he didn't know that because he's he's Mister Transfer Portal, but but uh, you you can't I, the the. The better way to put that is you can't have all newcomers. There is something to experience. Yeah, the balance and, of the team matters. And that's what Devo brings. Well, and you mentioned the open roster spot. Not worried about that at all. You know, I mean, <laughs> no, find yeah. somebody. <laughs> no. As far as open spots, those will be, there is no issue there. Um, in ter- they're they're not going to play a man down this season. No, absolutely not. And, you know, unfortunately for some of those guys, some of those walk-ons in the past where there might have been an open spot and there might have been a, you know, oh, that's a good story. It's a walk. No, he's going to go out and find, you know, a, a mercenary <laughs> from another team who's looking to enter the portal. And that's. That's the other thing, too, that I find interesting about, you know, when I see these commitments is, yes, I'm excited. That's great. Devo's coming back. And then, again, just like we talked about, I think, a couple of days ago, you know, whenever you're you're talking about commitments and everything, it still leaves me not 100% sure, even no matter who it is. I mean, we saw what happened with Darian Ford. You know, I mean, yeah. announced he's coming back and then transferring. You know, I'm glad he's going to Arkansas State, though, and staying in state. I love, you know, the, what the Ford family... Have, but but have he's sort of an interesting state. case to bring up, too, because it, it, it speaks to, I think, what Devo has accomplished there, because because there truly is sort of nothing guaranteed there. Yeah. I mean, I think yeah. uh, Darian Ford was a great high school player. One of the best in the state. He's got all yeah, the... Like, phys- in, the, in the last decade yeah. plus. I mean, all the physical traits. Yes. Um, you give him another year or two, it seems to me he, he was in line to have a very productive career at Arkansas, and, and, and just, you know... Whatever it may be goes in another direction, right? So the fact that that Devo hangs on there, um, yeah, yeah, speaks to I, I, I think what he, what he can bring to this team and, and what he has brought to the team. So Walsh going, like you said, not exactly surprising. He's got the upside, but think about this for the Arkansas program right now, for the basketball program, in terms of trying to elevate yourself into that back into that upper echelon where they were once, and then haven't seemed to been able to break through in terms of prestige. Yes, they're getting back into that by winning and getting to Elite Eights and Sweet Sixteens. But when you have three one and dones, and you're going to have, I mean, what is this? Nick Smith, Ricky Council, Jordan Walsh, and Anthony Buck. You're going to have four draft picks. I mean, that's the kind of thing that recruits look at as well in terms of, okay, where do I want to go? Place that's going to get me in the league. Not only are they telling me in these recruiting visits, Oh yeah, yeah. You're gonna get. We're gonna get you. We're gonna help facilitate you to the league. You have that kind of potential. They're showing it now. Yeah, they could previously hang their hat on Moses Moody. Right. Now they can hang their hat on four guys. <laughs> four. Mean, yes. And 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 let's and we also have to acknowledge Moses and what he you know local kid going to the U of A playing well one and done. That also led to now these four doing the same thing. It's it's a snowball effect. Moses kind of starting it with this staff and showing that, yes, it can be done here. And then getting those top players for the last recruiting cycle saying, okay, we saw Moses Moody do it, now we can do it. And now they're doing it. Now you're hoping, okay, that's going to snowball to, I mean, I don't know how you top four draft pick. I mean, Kentucky's had, I think one year they had, what, four or five first-round picks or something ridiculous? Uh, But that was almost a different era of college basketball, it seems like now, with the change in Portal and NIL and and all the other factors. Well, and so look, so, you know, they were in the running for that Ron Holland kid. Oh, yes. That was the the other one yesterday, right? It was the good, the okay, and then the bad. But but take a step back here. 
Arkansas is in a position where you're competing against the G League? <laughs> Are you yeah. kidding me? Yes. You're competing against pro contracts, right? Uh, you're, you're literally deciding between between the G League turning professional and playing for Arkansas. That's the position that Moss has put this program. Were you guys, were you guys surprised. surprised at all on that one? Still surprising to me. I was not shocked. You weren't, I, yeah. I thought yeah. as soon as he decommitted from Texas, I was like, I... No, this is at a G League. Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of guys are starting to go that route. I think we're seeing I, more. Yes, I think because um, they can negotiate those contracts. We right. saw one over a million. We and saw also, another I think one Nick top Smith that. Might be a little bit of a cautionary tale because depending on what your now, I think Ron Holland's a bit more overall talented than Nick Smith is. But like depending on what your skill set is, you might go to college and being a scorer first. Like that's not you know that's, that can be difficult to do. And I, I think. Uh, you might you might protect your draft stock a bit better in the G League just because the level of competition. Well, the Nick Smith story you face you face the injury question. Right, right. How much does that affect him too? Right, it, but like you watch guys like Keontae George is kind of a similar player. Like, is going to college and shooting thirty five percent with the floor really something that, that's going to boost your draft stock in the mind of a lot of scouts? I don't know. No, and then I, you you know the the argument too of well you boost your profile. Well, look if you're good or if you're great. They'll know who you are. Right. It won't really matter. But I did I did wonder about the NIL aspect. So, yeah. listen, the answer to all of your questions is money, is one of That's the best so, of sayings course. out there. But I wondered about, so comparatively, he must have gotten better money in the G League as opposed to an NIL deal. But, I mean, you read these NIL stories, basketball not being as typically high as football, collectively. Um, but... It does feel like okay. He's getting a re- maybe not a historic, but maybe one of the top tier contracts in G League because I think two years ago there was a one million dollar contract. There was another one last year that topped that one. So he's I would bet he's getting significant money to go to the G League because the other thing we were talking about, and I I do think there's value in this. I don't know how much value the kids see in it. But the college experience, as opposed to the G League experience, and Joe Klein can speak on it whenever he comes in a little bit. As far as when you're in college, like he was in here last week saying, oh, man, I'd love to go back to college. <laughs> I mean, it's amazing. And even just one year of the college experience, on top of the fact that you can, you know, create your own brand and get that NIL money and still be compensated for your name, image, and likeness, I was a little surprised that it must have been significantly more. In my, I would bet it was significantly more yeah. to where you start weighing some of those options. It's like, okay, let's weigh the value here and the value there. I mean, Look, Pat McAfee in uh, the world of sports media just signed a contract that is less than what he had at FanDuel because he named several other factors. He signed for less money because of the fact that he didn't have to do more behind the scenes. His staff didn't have to do as much. You know, the behind the scenes production uh, stuff, they don't have to do as much. ESPN's going to handle a lot of that. I mean, he went from $120 million four, four year to $120 million to five years, 85 with ESPN. He went for platform. And less stress in terms of production is what he said. I mean, but think about it. Why else would you take less money for more years? Yeah, I, I, this it, prob- you're going for value, right? You're going for convenience. Well, I think G-, G League might be more money and less stress. Well, there there could be. I mean, there's a little I, more guarantee there. But well, they're, they're going to focus. It's like the the big focus of the G League is like scoring and scoring in space, like against. It's it's basically just NBA training. Yeah, mm-hmm. and once again, I think there's some guys that just. That is better. The actually be better. Their style fits better. Yeah, for stylistically, that. defense. I think you'd probably be better off playing for Eric Musselman. Yeah, uh, I would. I would. I would venture to say. But like scoring and offense, I think it's might be. Uh, might be the G League better route. But, but you're, you're right, competing Kyle. too against high school. You know, look yeah. at what Bryson Warren did. You know, I mean that kind of money is out there, and the 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 money that Bryson Warren reportedly received, I assume is. Far and away more than any NIL deal you could get on campus. Yeah, and that's that's what I was thinking. It must have been significantly more. And like you said, you know, Josh, I think that maybe the style of the game. And, and look, they got a, a lot of people in their corner, these kids do, advising them on what to do. And they could have used other examples of, hey, you really want to go to college and be on an elevated profile and risk struggling or go to the G League where you're going to have an opportunity to score more. You're going to already be in a professional system and learn a little bit about how to be a pro early on. But again, Kyle... It'd be interesting to compare where those four guys were projected to be drafted before they came to campus and now. You know, I think the guy who helped him the most was Anthony Black. Absolutely. I don't think there's any question about that. Yeah. Where was, you know, Nick Smith still a projected top 15 pick? 
Was he number six or I thought so? He was oh, I thought he. I thought I he was at least, at least. I thought top five. I saw so top right. five, five to ten. Right. Yeah. Okay. We all know who the. You know, if he were to come out, if the if the structure was that way, we all know who the number one pick was going to right. be. Yeah. But after that, you know, Nick Smith was being mentioned in terms of projections. Oh yeah, if he could come out of high school this year into the into pros, he would have been a top five pick right. projected. So there's the risky run. Yes. All right. Yeah. Let's go to the phones. Bobby Joe joining us early this morning. Morning, Bobby Joe. Hey, man, it's a long time for basketball season. we got to talk about something just a little bit more important. Last night, I took my wife out for her birthday supper to Red Lobster, my favorite spot in Little Rock. It was terrible, man. It was terrible. What has happened to that franchise? I don't know. I haven't been to a... Everything tasted fishy. I couldn't even... Give my wife the main birthday present when we got home. Oh, my gosh, right. Bobby Joe. Get out of here. Get out of here. Whole, hit it, hit it, hit yeah. it. Hit it. Um, what time? 6.26, Bobby Joe. Come on. 6.26. 6.26? Let us get on the second cup of coffee. He might least. be banned for like a week. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, Texter writes in 573. Ron Holland went to the G League Ignite. The Ignite is different in the, than the NBA G League. Yes. Uh, they pay way more money. And that's where I saw the, the previous. Uh, G League contract over a million. Yeah, they they pay over yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. They also like so they don't. No, they didn't, they would get crushed if they played a G League schedule. Like they would they would get hammered by every team that they play because it's <laughs> basically all pro players. Yeah. They're they are playing. I forget what the schedule is, but it's like a really different, weird kind of schedule. Where once again the athletes are a bit more protected and on the on the G League night circuit. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's probably it. Um, let's see here. Texter writes in from the 501. I have never quite understood hell on earth until listening to Morning Mayhem this week. Hello, sir. Good morning, or madam. Yeah. Thank uh, you. Let me tell you something. So I was, I was fixing the cameras when we started the show. Yes. And, um, Baz sent me an audio message this morning. Oh, I, I might, oh, I might download it and play it for you all. Shocking. He says, hello, Josh. I'm in the Palace of Versailles. You'd <laughs> be surprised at how big this place is. Anyway, I think our sponsorship with Hannah Gamble ended last week. And I'm like... You said it. You could have just texted me. You didn't have to do this. Just no, vacation, no, 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 no. Nobody voice texts more than Baz. No. Baz, but and he's thinking about Hannah Gamble walking around the grounds of the Palace. You know, of he's, you know, I think Hannah would really love the the Palace of Versailles. <laughs> By the way, Josh, just make sure that I think oh, Hannah's oh sponsorship. Well, yeah. you know, they're ahead over there. He's probably looking at his, his clock. Oh, it's Thursday. Who do we have on today? Hannah Gamble. Oh, we got. No, I think it ended last week. I need to voice text Josh. That's how it works. Elsie mm-hmm. and Sherwood. What's up, Elsie? Hey, fellas. You know, uh, these scumbags in Texas, they held this up on Ron Holland, so they're smiling somehow. I don't, you know, how, what they had to do with it, I don't know, but wish it had gotten over earlier and he might be on our team, but then the G League comes in at the last minute and makes some huge offer. I wonder what they say to Holland. Well, you got to take this now. We're not going to offer it again. You yes or no right now. And then I guess he knew we couldn't come back with anything close to that kind of counter. You know, I'm just curious the way this stuff works, you know, as far as what he was paid and that kind of thing. But And do you guys have any uh, any smoke on Bayfall about whether you know anything about what his issues are? And right. I love what you guys are doing, man. Thank you. Thanks, LC. Appreciate it. Um, Bayfall was a topic. I was listening to Drive Time yesterday. That was that seemed to be the, the topic du jour. Everybody was asking about Bayfall. Is Bayfall still coming? Bayfall coming? Kyle, have you heard anything on that uh, front? Nothing Nothing that they didn't talk about yesterday. Okay. You know, but I think they asked Trey Biddy, and, you know, at the, they were just saying what? You know, at this the, point? The rumors that, yeah, listen, but I do think there's something to that, that I think that's the way the world works in terms of, hey, you get an offer, take it or leave it. Right now, that that happens whether you're, oh, you know, in, in, every in the interest in the G every League, business, right? <laughs> or you're applying to work at the Red Lobster. Eight seven zero texter says, from what I've heard, it is developing his skills there was money, but wasn't biggest factor. So um, he said, Arkansas is a great NIL program, top notch, but college coaches can't work because of time restrictions. So the, that is, there's a certain. There's a certain amount of truth. I mean, you, guys can still get workouts and whatever, but yeah. like, yeah, the, the G League, you are pro. Yeah, there's, but I, there's no limits. Twenty four seven. Yeah, twenty four seven. Right. Yeah. Yep. No, I don't want to hear the like. He chose to go there to work on his skills, though. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> come on. Okay, but I no, I, I think it, I think there is a think certain element a, of that. Well, I think it's a combination of fact. I could see a combo of the two, right? Where, you, thing, where okay, so it is a big example. contract because it is the ignite. You know where it is. They can offer well, it's more like, money. You don't have to. If you go to play for G League Ignite, you don't have to go to to go to Missouri on a Tuesday evening in the middle of you know January. 
and go play in a game where there's 65 fouls called. Remember that game? That game this oh, year? Yeah. At oh, yeah. Yeah. There was like 65 was fouls called watch. in that game. It was terrible to watch. Where yeah. are you based if you play for the G League Ignite? You know, Josh, where are they based? It's uh, West Coast, isn't it? great question with the G League Ignite. All right, yes. We're going to do a little segment called Googling. All right, time now, 6.30. Josh, let's take a break. Do you have the uh, the button bar in there? I don't have it pulled up this morning yet. Can you uh, go ahead and, sure, and fade for me? And maybe let's not play an a entire song this morning. Although, I did appreciate the fact that the the song that was playing was a Justin Moore song. So, at least it fit the brand of the show at the time. Yeah, uh, multiple folks were asking around about, about, what? about what occurred yesterday. Oh, stop it. Including it my mother? Just a little double click on the fade button, which I later found may run over an entire break of advertisements. So, yeah, it's the little things you but learn. At least you got your solar panels out. Oh, man, got them, got them. That's it. That's, that's what you got to do, Josh. You know, I don't even know... Uh, don't even know if I've said it once the entire time I've been doing this. So I had to at least slip one little promotion in there. All right, 6.30 this morning. Morning Mayhem. Joe Klein joining us at 7. Steve Sullivan at 8. We'll talk with them about uh, the latest in college basketball on the Hill with the announcements yesterday. Also talk a little baseball leading into tomorrow's first game on the Hill with the regionals coming up. It's all right here. Morning Mayhem, Buzz Radio Network. Our care is a system of medical providers dedicated to bringing you the highest quality of health care. Our care, so you can live your story. As we turn the calendar to June, the NBA playoffs will come to their conclusion. Game one of the 2023 NBA Finals is tonight. The Denver Nuggets will host the Miami Heat in game number one. According to ESPN right now, the Nuggets have a 78.2% chance of winning the game. They're a nine-point favorite and a substantial favorite, minus 340 in the series. The Miami Heat are searching for their fourth championship as a franchise, and the Denver Nuggets are looking for their first NBA title. A relatively weaker week one slate in college football this year had some game times announced. Colorado and TCU will kick things off at 11 a.m. on Fox. Also, South Carolina and North Carolina on ABC at 6.30. And also, LSU and Florida State at 6.30 on ABC on Sunday night. I'm Josh Neighbors for the Buzz Radio Network. Weather from the Fletcher Weather Center with Channel 7's Melinda Mayo. Afternoon temperatures topping out again around 90 degrees today. Partly cloudy skies. Tonight's low down to 68. A small rain chance on Friday. A little better chance Saturday. Looks like both days favor western Arkansas. From the Channel 7 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Melinda Mayo. Big news. Half-price sushi at Benihana's. That's right. Half price on a special selection of sushi rolls at Benny Honest. Come get them. Did you know that the national seatbelt use rate is 91.6% and Arkansas seatbelt use rate has decreased to 79.1%? Now, that's not the direction we need to be heading. Come on, Arkansas, we can do better than that. The fact is, it only takes two seconds to buckle your seatbelt. It's only two seconds, but it could be the most important two seconds of your life. Because without a seatbelt, you're risking your life and the lives of your passengers. If you still need a reason to buckle up, here's the sobering fact. In 2020, 51% of all the passengers killed in car crashes were unrestrained. Wearing a seatbelt is the most important thing you can do to prevent death or injury in a car crash. Every time I get into a car, whether I'm driving or a passenger, I buckle my seatbelt. Not most of the time, all of the time. No exceptions. And I'm challenging you to do the same. It's not just the right thing to do, it's the smart thing to do. Here's the good news. Seatbelt use saves nearly 15,000 lives each year. That's 15,000 people living their lives because of seatbelts. Someday, that number may include you or someone you love. Let's answer the challenge, Arkansas. I'm buckled up. Are you? Click it or ticket. Every trip, every time. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is John Neighbors. I want to remind all of you Buzz listeners out there to head over to our social media accounts at 1037 The Buzz on Facebook, Twitter, and on YouTube as we are now streaming live with video. So not only do you get to hear from our beautiful voices, you also get to see all of our pretty faces for each and every show throughout the day. So be sure to head over to 1037 The Buzz on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter and watch us live each and every day right here on 1037 The Buzz. Randy Rainwater here for Henner's Foothills Equipment in Searcy. Henner's carries industry-leading brands for your lawn, garden, hay, and construction needs. Kubota's full line of tractors and construction equipment. Vermeer Hay Equipment. 
Spartan, zero-turn mowers, and steel handheld equipment are just some of the quality products they sell and service. Located 1920 South Main in Searcy, stop by, see my friends at Hennard Foothills Equipment, your hometown dealer, no matter where you live. Hi folks, it's David Basil with some big news from the Riverfront Steakhouse where you never leave hungry. Take that special love of your life and you too ask for the amazing $60 steak special which includes the delicious Riverfront 10 ounce filet and four jumbo juicy fried shrimp plus a choice of two large delicious Riverfront sides. You can choose from hibachi fried rice, onion rings, mashed potatoes, spinach supreme, french fries, zucchini, sauteed mushrooms and the famous Frank Fletcher giant baked potato which is about as big as a canoe and is a meal in itself and yet Yes, it comes with a ton of toppings and, of course, butter. And there is more. Both of you have to save room for trips to the Riverfront Salad Bar, the largest salad bar in central Arkansas, with over 30 items, including baby shrimp, pastas, fresh vegetables, and salad toppings. All of this outstanding food for just $60. So for the perfect date night dinner for two, come to the Riverfront Steakhouse in the Wyndham Hotel in North Little Rock. Open Thursday, Friday, and Saturday nights. Reservations are recommended. We never claim to be the experts in anything. If you hear something that doesn't sound right, fact check us and send it to our first Arkansas Bank and Trust text line at 661-1037. Welcome back to the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only casino resort. One more for the Big 12 Player of the Year. He spanked it in. He didn't mean to. He spanked it in. Arkansas throws it into Kamani, back to black. Vegas, baby! Vegas, baby! Hogs are going to the Sweet 16! Hogs are going to the Sweet 16! Vegas, baby! The Razorbacks, for the third straight year, are headed to the Sweet 16. Devo! Devo! is when I wish the one, the only Roger Scott was here because he could be singing along with the song. Yeah. And I'm not, uh, yeah, I mean, that's, and that's, that's Roger's him. specialty. Yeah. He can, he can do it better than anybody I know. Any excuse to bring out that rejoin I like to have. I, so I love it. Devo. Yes. And thank you for, for giving me the cue because I, I, I didn't know the, the remix version where Devo just being, kept being put in yeah. there. So thank you for, yeah. for giving me, I didn't want to, I didn't want to jump the call. I'm very, very cautious about things like that, but what a call that was. That was fun. Vegas was a uh, perfect destination for Sweet 16 for Razorback fans. Absolutely. Perfect. Think about the moments that, that he's been a part of in March. You know, you essentially go from the mid-90s to, like, none of them for about 20 years. <laughs> yes. And then he's a part of every single one over the last, what is it, three, four years. Mm-hmm. You know, and... and a couple uh, sprinkled in in the, in the Bobby Portis years. You know, they had, they had a couple good runs there. They had wins, not runs. That's right. Yeah, excuse me. Excuse me. Wins. Well, you know what they did back then? They'd run up to the SEC tournament finals. That's right. And then lose to Kentucky. Yeah. Yeah. We and, were in yeah Nashville on Sunday with yeah. the team multiple times. Yes. And then uh, just couldn't quite get over that hump, you know, at that point. But you're right now. But yeah. It, Sweet 16 eluded them for, we sort of forget this, for a quarter century. Yes. After being a, a, a regular in, in the uh, schedule expectations. And, and he's a part of every single big win. You know, and that was that was after what was it twenty five against Kansas? Yeah, I believe so. Yes. Now he's he just he he plays different, and it's and it's evident whenever you watch those games. Once the tournament hits, and you're right, I think that's that's another important point because throughout the season, when the team was going through those ups and downs and trying to gel and trying to figure out, okay, we're playing starting to play well without Nick Smith. Now Nick comes back. He played pretty well, I think, in the first game back, but then they kind of struggled for a few games and trying to figure it out some of the chemistry issues. Um, in the absence of, you know, a, a truly greatly talented player, you know, how are we going to incorporate more of him into the offense? And some those players took a lot of cri- criticism during that stretch. And, you know, the fact that they were able to block it out, come back and, and make that run back to the Sweet 16 is, I think, a testament to the coaching staff obviously being outstanding, but the team coming together as well. And it starts with those guys that have been there for a while, who have been through those experiences. And Devo's, I mean, when you look at that team full of freshman stars, Devo was that guy out there leading the yeah. way. What, what, st- what struck me the most was the post-game interview when he said, we are struggling. Uh, he didn't say we struggled. He said we are struggling, which I think was pretty indicative. Like you could tell the entire year that team, 
just trying to find the identity, especially on offense. Yeah. That was, and, that was the interview. He was in tears. Right. He was in yeah. tears because he's saying, we are struggling. He's like, we are struggling. He's like, but we're here. And we got this massive win. And uh, I mean, that you could tell how much it meant to him. You could just, it was, which was awesome to see. And it's awesome to see a guy, you guys mentioned it, has ups and downs. But it just you can tell how much Arkansas means to him and also getting that win. Well, Joe can speak to this, that there is something to having a guy. Like, next year's team at some point is going to go through some peaks and valleys. That's, that's the nature of a, a long season. But you got a guy in there who can say, hey, listen, I've been there last year. And I've been there the year Me before. For, yeah, yeah. And I've been there the year before. And you know what? We came out on the right side at the very end of it. So we will here, too. And, and like you said, Kyle, I don't think Muss has ever had a guy that's been there with him for four years. No, just hasn't had the chance to, you know? Yeah. I, I don't, and I don't assist. think he's had a coach that's been with him for <laughs> four years. No. Because he wears on people. And I, I mean, that's pretty oh, impressive. Yeah. The kid wants to stick with him another, another year. No, he, he is incredibly uh, passionate, you know? And I think that that, uh, that passion sometimes can can creep over into, you know, over a line where you go, okay, you're you know, a little in too intense right now. Yeah, but Clay Moser was with him. amazing as a coach. Clay Moser was with him a long time, but prior to his college days. Like, they, they'd been together before. They've known each other for a long time. When he, you know, the two of them worked together for, what, two seasons at Arkansas? Yeah. Gus Arginal, let's see, was he there three years? or this? Well, I'd have to look. Yeah. At, yeah, close. It, yeah. He was there but I don't longer than most. Co- there's not been a college <laughs> assistant at least for four. Longer than most. Um, let's see here. Did you guys ever figure out where uh, G League Ignite is based? Because a texter writes in. Yeah, Henderson. It's Vegas. Okay. It uh, is, it's, well, that's, uh, that's that. Fits. A suburb of Vegas? Uh, I believe Henderson is a suburb of Vegas. Okay, yeah. fantastic. Um, let's see here. Texter writes in. Maybe some of the NBA draft process will help Devo next year. He probably got some good advice on what to work on. That from a 501 number. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, that's why I like that about the NBA draft. I, l- I wish the others had the same type of process where players could opt in briefly, and then if they don't hire an agent, opt back out. I think that would help some of these guys go through some of the NFL draft process as well. When we've seen guys in the past go out in that league or you know try to go to that league early, and a lot of us are scratching our head going, I don't really see it. Now, that was also for some of them, before the transfer portal was available, and they thought, well, I don't want to come back here, and I don't want to go sit out somewhere. So they would go to the NFL draft before they were probably ready. But I do think the process allows these players to, to talk with professionals. Like they said, get some advice on what to work on, then go back in college and work on and hone those crafts. The fact that you can have professional advice for NIL... I think opens you up to more sort of feedback mechanism in other sports. Like they are receiving it, they just don't get the opportunity to go practice. Yes, you know, in front of teams and do workouts. Like in the NFL, I think it, what can you get one player? You get like an official submission, right, to get some feedback, right? But I don't think everyone can do that, right? I, th- I thought it was limited to a certain yeah, number I, of players, and I just think there are so many other ways. Like they're getting perhaps the same information they're just not necessarily Working getting the chance to yeah. travel and you know and like and apparently that has helped Walsh tremendously you know his time at the combine and everything yeah. so yeah I, I think that's the part that's kind of different that you 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 wish were the same in other sports Joe has talked about this before where he said you know it, it all comes down to the workouts you know the, the what you do in the season is important obviously and you want to have something on tape but He's been in here before talking about, you know, those private workouts. That's where those scouts are looking at. Okay, yeah, he can do this, but, you know, he can't do this. But we we know we can teach him to do this. You know, I mean, they, they, they're they looking at all these guys as projects anyway. Very few go in and, you know, as a one and done, immediately have an impact in the league. Yeah, It's a, a couple a year, and that's about it. Devo, you have to imagine, would be uh, attractive in a lot of ways for teams. Like whether it's here or whether it's abroad, he he seems he's a guy who's going to make a lot of money at some point because he's always going to play hard. He's going to defend well. Uh, he he's going to have flashes of offense. Like he's a guy who I think no matter what is going to have a long pro career. Uh, hopefully, this next season will give him a chance to do so stateside yes all right we're gonna take another break time now 644 morning mayhem chris kane kyle deckelbaum and josh neighbors we got joe klein coming in at seven he'll be in here to talk about these announcements coming back also preview the nba finals which start tonight <clears throat> excuse me oh my goodness the very stugazian couldn't get that out need some water and coffee this morning start tonight abc at 7 30 
Um, Steve Sullivan coming in. He'll be here at 8 o'clock. And we'll talk about the new Eat My Catfish coming up at 9. 6.45, Morning Mayhem, back after this. Hey, it's David Basil for my friends at Luxury Pool and Spa. They now have two great locations to serve you with their new store on Stanford Road in Conway and their original location in Russellville. Luxury Pool and Spa has been family-owned since 1976. Third-generation owners and operators Shane and Jeremy Lawson take great pride in their craftsmanship and the quality pools they produce. You may have heard they've even built a pool for the head hog, Sam Pittman. And speaking of Razorbacks, Luxury Pool and Spa has one on their team. Former Arkansas soccer standout Andrea Lawson and keeps the luxury pool and spa team on a tight schedule. If you didn't know, pools require a lot of attention. Get your water tested in the store by the experts with luxury pool and spa to ensure your chemicals are at the correct levels. And right now, you get up to $75 cash back when you bundle Pool Life Pool chemicals. If you're thinking about a new pool, reach out to my friends at Luxury Pool and Spa in Conway or Russellville. Check them out online, LuxuryPoolArkansas.com. Live a life of luxury with Luxury Pool and Spa. Attention, Arkansas business owners and nonprofits, I'm Stan Miller from Pinnacle Global. Call us and let's discuss your employee retention tax credit eligibility. We'll take all the risk and handle everything for you. Don't miss this opportunity to potentially receive financial benefits. Contact me, attorney Stan Miller, at Pinnacle Global today at 501-352-9497. Remember, it costs you nothing to apply. Call 501-352-9497 and unlock the benefits you deserve. This is the Pigskin Preacher, bringing you the word. The legendary Marvin Gaye saying, People say believe half of what you see, son, and none of what you hear. I can't help being confused. If it's true, please tell me, dear. I feel like this every time I read anything about AI, artificial intelligence. The rapid rise of AI has set off alarms that the technology used to trick people is advancing far faster than the technology that can identify the tricks. Improved technology can be helpful, but do we really want the Terminator knocking on our door? Uh, no. Come by Double Bees for deals like one liter brisk tea, regular price $2.39 on sale for only $1.25. And 16-ounce Rockstar and Amp Energy drinks, regular price $2.29, sale price two for $4. Double Bees. It's where you gas it, grab it, and go. That's Double Bees. User-friendly. It's a term that's thrown around a lot in today's business and tech climate. Hmm, wonder what a user-not-so-friendly world would be like. Okay, so I just enter her employee ID here and... Ha ha. Wrong button again. You are not smart. At The Payroll Company, our iSolved platform is the user-friendly tech you need for things like a one-click payroll preview and the ability to review and process payroll from any device. You are being too friendly. Yeah, we know. Less headaches, more than payroll. Visit morethanpayroll.com. Roger Scott for Family Markets. Are you looking for a grocery store that feels like home? Then look no further than Family Markets. With stores located in Pangburn, Malvern, and Shannon Hills, you can think of them as neighborhood staples, where the butchers still cut and pack their own meat, where the produce is always fresh, and customer service is a top priority. And with over 100 years of experience and knowledge in the grocery business, the management team of Family Markets is dedicated to bringing you the best shopping experience possible. So why not stop by and check them out today? Family Markets, the way grocery shopping should be. For more than a century, Arkansans have come to Oaklawn to play, to bet, and to win. Now, we're coming to you. Introducing Oaklawn Sports, the new mobile betting app from Oaklawn. Bet anywhere in Arkansas. Download the app on Apple and Google Play and take advantage of first bet insurance up to $250. Oaklawn Sports, Arkansas's trusted brand. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. The Hot Springs Bike Fest, June 8th through the 10th. Harley-Davidson and Indian Demo Ride. The Ultimate Dino Drag. The Ives Brothers Stunt Shows. Poker Runs. No registration. And it's free. Presented by Rainwater Holton Sexton. Anywhere in the state, dial 8-888-8888. HotSpringsBikeFest.com. If you can impersonate someone on our show, we can guarantee that you'll live forever on Roger's Button Bar. Hey. I know y'all gonna look at me funny, but what y'all gonna do now? <laughs> Welcome back to the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Uh, 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 uh. Ha, ha, ha. 
650 Morning Mayhem, Chris Kane, Kyle Deckelbaum, Josh Neighbors holding it down in the studio this morning. If you'd like to call in, the phone number is 661-1037. You can also text us on the First Arkansas Bank and Trust text line at 501-661-1037. Texter writes in from the 870. G League has individual trainers teaching ball handling, another passing, one for shooting, and on down the line. They can't teach size and athletic ability, but perfect areas to try and get better. So we were talking earlier this morning about the announcements yesterday. It was the deadline to announce whether or not players were going to enter the NBA draft officially or opt to head back to college. So Devo Davis coming back to Arkansas, Jordan Walsh staying in the draft, and Ron Holland, who was in the transfer portal at the time and looking at some options after finally being released from Texas, I suppose. Um... He has opted to go to the NBA G League Ignite team. So, the good, the bad, and the ugly yesterday. I a guess, lot to get Arkansas. into. We'll have, uh, we'll have Joe in studio with us. And a lot to get into with him. We'll ask him a lot of these kind of questions. Yep. And I think how he views some of that, which I know he's talked about before. Uh, but a lot to get to it as well. we got Sully in at the 8 o'clock hour. We'll talk about high school football with him. And all the moves that we've seen there. We talked a little bit about Buck yesterday. Now you have a change as well at uh, North Little Rock. So a lot of changes here locally, and you know, be able to talk about that as well. North Little Rock coach leaving definitely. Ca- I mean, Buck James, of course, is going to cause the biggest yeah, splash. Yeah, Randy Sandifer's been there a long, long, long time, and I think he, <laughs> you know, so he's he's moving into the uh, uh, yes. parks department and where you know, our old buddy Steve, Steve Shields. Steve Shields was exactly who yes. just went to the yeah private sector, I think, in Memphis, and so um, yeah, wish him well, and and just seems like a kind of a perfect fit to move over, but. Um, and Randy's a guy who's been there a long, long time. There he is. Coming in early this morning. Look at this. Joe Klein. Good morning, so sir. I'm excited I couldn't sleep. Oh, I bet. You're probably thinking, okay, how many you, more weeks? I wanted to see you behind the board. How many more weeks? <laughs> you don't want to watch this, Joe. Do you like watching accidents? Do you like watching NASCAR for the accidents? If you're one of those people, you're going to love this. You're going to love it. <laughs> How are you this morning, big guy? Good, man. Good. All right, fantastic. NBA Finals start tonight. We're going to get into that in the next hour a little bit. Uh, some announcements yesterday for Razorback basketball, of course. Yeah. Devo coming back. I know that was music to your ears, I'm sure. I, I think it's. I think it's great. I think the thing is you guys see so much anymore uh, – there's not a lot of continuity in college basketball. In, I mean, in college sports, right? Yes, yeah. Right, yeah. and to have a guy like him coming back with a lot of new guys, I think coming in and listening to you guys, you guys touched on it. I mean, every you don't build a program anymore. Mm. You try to build a team for that year. And, and you have all these guys coming in, and let's be real. I mean, they all want to go to the NBA. They all have... Very, uh, a hot, not, I'm not saying high opinions of themselves, but that's where they want to go. And so there's a lot of individual thoughts, and Muss has done it. I don't know how he does it. It's amazing. But he gets a collective together, and he, he finds his eight guys, and, and he makes it work. And I think last year, I think the year before, they had a extremely good uh, chemistry with Moody and Justin and they had an older guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they were just more mature and older guys. The transfers were all, at that point, you know, seniors, redshirt right. seniors, but, juniors. But they were just, you know, everybody has a different personality, whereas I think last year it was there was a lot of, you had six freshmen wanting to play. You had... You had guys in and out of the lineup, yeah, which didn't I mean, help. He just, and he had, you know, Nick's injury and him coming in. When's he coming back? When's he going in? When's he coming back? I mean, that that causes friction. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. And whether you like it or not, not intentionally, but, you know, I think Devo was a guy, and he had his struggles with Muss, too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, I mean, that was documented, yeah. yeah. No, no, we touched I mean, on that. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. So, I mean... These two guys have been to war together. They've been at war together. <laughs> but I think they have great respect for each other. And I think Debo knows what Must wants. And Debo knows that what Must wants wins. And to have that voice in the locker room when all the coaches are gone, when the when the real bitching and complaining and the behind-the-back talk and, you know, he don't know what he's doing, and to have a guy in there to go, hey, man, 
shut up. Yeah. You know, just shut up. <laughs> Do your job and you'll play. We'll win and you'll play. You know, I this works. I know it works. Just do your job, and you know we'll win, and you'll play. If if you don't do your job and you can't give him what he wants, you're not going to play. Figure it out. Who was the guy on your team that did that? Whenever you were playing, whenever you were younger, obviously, you know, whenever you first came to Arkansas, was it Hastings and those guys that kind of? Well, yeah, you saw they had Tony Brown. Yeah, they had Keith Peterson. They had they had all these. They had five seniors. Right. And I mean Brad Fress and all these guys. I mean they. So that it was like coach leaves the room and anything yeah, goes right and they're like they're straightening everybody no, out. You know there was nothing. There was it was self policed, man. <laughs> I mean it was it was self policed. You know there was a theme to the Final Four last year though, and it wasn't necessarily newcomers. It was experience. Oh, like no, yeah. the fact that those teams made the run is because they had some veteran guys. No doubt. I mean, think about it. Have you seen? I mean, I, I was trying to think about this. I was thinking just exactly about that, Kyle. I mean. A freshman-laden team with a freshman stud. Kentucky with Anthony Davis was one of the ones that came to mind. But he's a generational talent. That's the only one I could think of. Yeah, no, that was the only one I I I came to mind. I mean, everybody else who's won has... I mean, there's been a sprinkling of freshmen here and there, but, I mean, there hadn't been a... I mean, even, even when Mello won, he was a freshman, but the team wasn't I mean, freshman laden yeah. at since, the time. Yeah, since Anthony Davis, probably the most transitional guy been Zion Williams. Yes, right. And they got bounced in what the Sweet Sixteen yeah, or Elite Eight? Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. So I mean, I can't. I mean, R.J. Barrett was I on that team. Like Holland not coming yesterday. Yeah. Not a not a big deal. Would you have rather had Walsh back than Holland coming? Absolutely. Yeah. Ten thousand times. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> but just the fact that they're competing against the G League. Right. No. I mean that's and that's how you got to do it. I mean that's. I mean you gotta you gotta go after those guys because they, you know. But they're in the conversation. Yeah. No, I mean, no. It was them in the. Yeah. I mean it was. They came. They were the final two. I, and I heard that you know. Arkansas thought he was coming. Really? Yeah. I mean, I mean, they thought they had the package in they, place. They were surprised. Is what I heard. Wow. That, that he he didn't come. Okay. So, they have usually have a better pulse on that than anybody else. Yeah. So. So I mean, you know, I mean, I, I, again, that that I was more interested in Debo and Walsh than I mean Holland. We'll Could have been fun. We'll see. Yeah. Right. We'll see. But you know, you it's, know. We're, it, it's exciting. You know, boy, you'll go watch him practice and you'll go. Wow, it's, you know, but you know when it when you get when the rubber meets the road and you start Kentucky, Tennessee, Alabama, Auburn, start going through that gauntlet, then we'll see. Then you really see. All right, Joe Klein joining us for the next hour from Corky's Barbecue, six fifty-eight. Morning mayhem. It's Frank Fletcher from the Fletcher Dodge Store here in Sherwood. For the past few months, we've been asking you to give us a chance to buy your cars, and the response has been great. We really appreciate all of you who brought your cars in and turned it into cash. We've purchased hundreds of cars from fine people just like you. Folks, we're still buying cars every day. So look around and see what you or your family has in the garage that you want to turn into cash. It's really 